episode of True Chat, Today's Temperature. This is episode three of Today's Temperature, and I decided to take a road trip. So throughout True Chat, you will hear the different interviews slash segments that I had on the road. The messages and the the interviews that I had to bring back to you all here at the Shy, particularly in Inglewood, are really intricate to what is going on today. All right, there's a lot of distraction going on out in the streets. It's it's shit that's it. It, it almost seems like this shit is is staged. Again, I want to draw your attention to what this year is. This is a big election year, okay? That's number one. Number two, a money, all this money that's being given away, all this grant money seeming to come out of the woodworks, it's seeming to be accessible to our people a lot more now. That should make you ask why in a system that's not created for you. Be careful because you just might get what you asked for, okay? <laughs> so what's the next phase? What's the next phase of this war, this attack on humans? Where are we? Let's start asking some serious questions and stop being afraid to have difficult conversations so that we can reveal these unconscious beliefs that we all have that truly keeps us from doing the unifying that we talk about doing. We get together on church day and have a great time, but go back to our own safe havens or safe spaces and it starts all over again. What's missing? Because we we have the formula. We've been given the formula, right? What's missing? Bottom line, it's time to break the cycle. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Um, so yeah, so I've actually scheduled a meeting with all levels of our local government, which is our city council, our county commissioner, both of our mayors and our police chief, and I'm actually going to meet with our uh, sheriff as well. Um, and the purpose of the meeting is that we realize, because our leadership is so disconnected to the needs of our community, that maybe going to the podium and shouting at them is not the most appropriate address, and that maybe with a one-on-one sit-down and able to articulate better with support from community members attending that meeting and telling their personal stories, we can better make our leadership understand the needs and necessities, and why when we talk about our budget and our tax dollar funding, we need to go to the most appropriate places. Thank you. That was Sister Constance Every out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And you will be hearing a lot more from her throughout the different segments of True Chess. So stay tuned. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another segment of True Chat, 
Atlanta, Georgia. As we always do on True Chat, we introduce ourselves. So please introduce yourselves. Okay, well, I'm Emperor Maruhunga. My goddess here is Empress Nazia. And uh, we are the Wakandan sovereigns, Emperor and Empress of Wakanda. I am Empress Nazia. And yeah, we're here to help eradicate world poverty. That's our primary goal right now. And, you know, alleviate the pains of the people pretty much by telling them the truth. Telling them the truth. Yep. So what does it mean to be uh, an emperor and empress? Okay, well, um, an emperor and empress live exclusively within what's called divine law and natural law. Um, these are two forms of law that supersede commercial law. And um, to be an emperor or empress is to say you are a god or a goddess incarnate. Because all of us are deities, yeah. But to be an emperor or empress is to say you're incarnated and you know that you are that actual thing and you're living in that light. Because all of us are deities. I'm not better than anybody. I just happen to know how to contract as a deity, contract as an emperor. Actually write it out and use the words that actually make you recognized as an imperial sovereign versus just a subject of a nation state, a quasi nation or, um, or a corporation. You know what that, which, which is what this country is, right? Mm -hmm. United yeah, States of America corporation. is a corporation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And some people don't even know that USA is a corporation just like us is a corporation. It was all corporate interest completely. Yeah, no, most most people don't know that. It's starting to be something that we're learning now. Mm -hmm. And even in learning the Constitution, understanding, no matter how much you go through it, understanding it to be a corporation, a business, no. Right. Not like that. Even right in front of your face, no, still. You know how we get down. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> what, what you just explained remind me of <clears throat> pretty much you just broke down you're just able to use the verbiage. Mm -hmm. That's all it comes down to. In the, in the Bible, which I'm not a Christian, but I use the, the book. In the Bible, it says, in John, John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So what I did was is find the proper words that allow you to contract without incurring liability because the type of words we speak now are designed to enslave you. You have been, well, I'm not saying you, but people have been brainwashed to only know a specific type of wordplay. That way, when you contract, you're ultimately enslaving yourself. So during my time period of being enslaved, I found a loophole and I begin to study all my words and then I found more loopholes and then I start formulating documents and contracts that prove that I'm not just within a commercial jurisdiction based on the words I use. And commercial just means commerce, which also means it's dealing with, what's, with what is called law of the sea or admiralty maritime law. But yeah, so that's, that's what's going on. To be an emperor or an empress is to say you are a deity and you know it. And you contract as a deity, not as a subject of another deity, but as a source all in one. Contracting as such. Because right now, everybody's assumed to be property of a bankrupt corporation called the United States Corporation. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would say, goddess joy. Receive. <clears throat> There's a training that um, they sent the... Uh, 
the community leaders of uh, Inglewood to call know know your rights. Okay. And in there, there's a certain way and certain words that you use that you have to say. When you interface yeah. with these um, and with authorities, right? This is sounding a lot like that. Mm-hmm. A lot like that in such a way that it is keeping you in that place. Because the way I was, the way I felt when we were learning it was, I don't like you. It's, it feels like you teaching me how to uh be okay with being a slave again. Right, literally. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want cuz none of this shit is right. So I don't that doesn't feel good. I don't feel like I should be doing that. Mm-hmm. What you just told me proved what I'm what I already know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's mm-hmm. that's what that is. <laughs> if I had to add another comment to it, like when I was saying John 1:1 1, 1, the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. What I could also add is that when you deal with all of these corporations and cities and FBI, CIA, you know what they always say? This is either in or out of my jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. Jurisdiction is everything. The word jurisdiction is two words. Juris, which is Latin for law, and then diction, just like dictionary, because a dictionary is a, a, a book full of words. Jurisdiction just means lawful words or right words. So when somebody says it's out of my jurisdiction, it's out of my wordplay. Has nothing to do with land or territory. Has to do with the words they're speaking. So I just wanted to add that that part there. It's all about jurisdiction, the right words that you speak. So how does one, what a person want to change their citizenship? Well, Why is that something that's... Well, I would say it's important because... And notice I said a person. I didn't even put a color or a name right. or yep. a type. Mm-hmm. Why would it be important for a person to do that? Because as of right now, everybody is assumed to be dead yeah, and yeah. lost at sea. You're assumed to be a, a fiction. That was a rewind button. <laughs> say that again. Everybody is assumed... To, to be, be dead, dead and, and lost, lost at sea. According to the Sescovy Act. Of 1666. Mm-hmm. Um, Romanus Pontifex. Intercaterra Divina. Uh, what's that called? Uh, the Church Bullos. The, basically, the Pope basically claimed back in the 1700s. Not 1700s. Sorry. All about maybe about the 1500s all the way to the 17. During the time when the Moors were falling in Spain and all that corporate Islam and stuff was going on. A Christianity Islam was going on. Um, but basically, the Pope said that everybody is a heathen and everybody needs to be saved. So he, being so gracious, claimed everybody's shit mm-hmm. and said it was his and that he's administering and uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, I can't think of the word right now, but he's administering and uh, controlling his flock, mm-hmm. basically. Basically, he's, he's he's maintaining these souls because they don't know any fucking better. Maintain. They don't know shit. That's how they're looking at it is what I'm mm-hmm. saying is that that's how the Pope and all these ventures looked at everybody was that they don't know no better. They're slaves. Mm-hmm. We're just going to have to, you know, do what we can with them right. and take all their shit. Right. So why is it important to declare who you are? Because if you've never declared who you are, then you're assumed to be, again, somebody's property. If you've never put anything on the record, uh, on any public record showing and saying, saying that you're alive, then you're assumed to be dead. And when you're assumed, sorry, 
when you're assumed to be dead, somebody can treat you however they see fit. That's why you see cops killing innocent young people and just shooting them and nothing happens because the police force was in place to help maintain runaway slaves, runaway slaves and slaves who are off the plantation mm-hmm. or outside of their uh out of their boundaries. Mm-hmm. So why is status and law everything? Because your status and law determines how you live and how other people and beings interface with you. So as a citizen, you're a corporate subject of a bankrupt corporation. As a private national, when you step into the realm of the living, like if you were to hop into a uh, an indigenous nation, that would be better because ultimately you'll be having a certain amount of defenses because now you're actually alive. And when you're alive, you have rights. However, when you're dead, you don't have rights because you're assumed to be dead. They can do whatever they want to a dead corpse because it's already dead. Um, And you're only assumed to be dead, again, by the words you speak. But I'm not going to go deep back into that. Point is, is status is everything because once you get on another level, certain rules and regulations, court, court, uh, what is it, ordinances, statutes, those things don't apply to you. Those things are commercial. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're in a commercial status, you are subject to commerce. Mm -hmm. However, if you decide to hop out of commerce, which you can because nobody can determine who or what you are. You just have to say it and mean it. Then you can contract yourself or you can contract with other people showing that you are within natural law or divine law. Because, again, as an emperor, I, I only deal with natural law and divine law. Now, I can still deal with commerce, but when I deal with it, I don't have any liability because I have proof that I am not inside of that jurisdiction or those words. Because the words are God. That's John 1.1. 1, 1. So, so it's important because a lot of things that people think apply to them today, like bills, traffic tickets, child support, mm-hmm. um, you know, fees and stuff, all of those are commercial terms. To be charged is has to deal with commerce. So it is again, it is basically saying that you are within their jurisdiction. They can do whatever they want to you. But when you know who you are and set yourself up either in a private indigenous status as maybe a, a national or as an in, indigenous chief yourself or as an emperor, you, when you say you're an emperor or an empress, determine the rules that you want to follow. You are the authority. Nobody can tell you who you are, what you are or any of that unless you allow them to. So I would say that's the importance of it is it's all about status because who you say you are is how people are going to treat you. And especially if, if you got record that backs up that you really are who you say you are, they're going to they gonna roll out the red carpet because all of us melanated beings are really royals, but we've been treated as slaves. It's just karmic debt for us right. fucking around and fighting each other for so many hundreds of thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So, but either way, that's the status. That's the status spill right yeah, there. Yeah, because the, uh, the corporation, they have to interface with something. Um, that is corporate. That's corporate. Right? And that's where your uppercase name comes name, into play. Right, comes yeah. from, right. That's where what comes into play? Uh, your straw man or your nom de guerre, which mm-hmm. is... If you were to look at a bill right now sent to you, it would be an all uppercase. If you were to look at any charge that was sent to you, it would be an all uppercase. Mm-hmm. And, and any any name or entity that is 
identified as all uppercase when writing implies either uh, uh, a corporation or you only see those on tombstones as well. So it implies dead at law. Right, corpus. corpse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so all uppercase implies dead. And if you look at your license right now, it'll be all uppercase. If you look at your bills, all uppercase. Because they're because the the bankrupt corporation can only interface with other corporations. So what they did was they took the natural living being mm-hmm. when you hopped out of your well popped out of your mother's womb, and then up. they put you on a they put a description of you on a piece of paper. Put your footprint on there and then prove that you were born, which is saying that they just created a dummy corporation off of the name that your mother gave you. So they made what's called a straw man and a double of you. So all these bills and all this stuff that you think applies to you doesn't. It only applies to you by spell, like because you see the name and it sounds like your name, but it's written differently. The spell was cast differently because people who are living only deal in lowercase letters. When they have estates, they have uppercase, lowercase letters. And then dead fictions are all uppercase, like caps locks. So that's um that's why I, I teach magic as well, because all this is is dealing with spelling and words. Literally, I'm casting a spell. Like the word uh oh, what's a good word that's a, a <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I wanna say nice. I'm talking oh, okay. about a word that can be perceived in more than one definition. Like it oh, might have okay, three right, or four different yeah. readings, but mm-hmm, like but, there and there. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Same, same phonetics, different spell. Right. Spell the spell cast is different. Exactly. Same right. phonetics. It sound spell. the same, but it's spelled differently. Gotcha. Literally. So you did mention uh, melanated people mm-hmm. and the treatment of melanated people. Tell me more of what you mean and how does this relate to? How does color play a part? Um. Well, to be real, a lot of the history that we've been told about. White people and black people is really, it's not accurate. A lot of this stuff that we're going through is because we as melanated beings were fighting each other too damn much. We start getting greedy and being too damn carnal. Like we're doing right now. I'll shut the door on all other races. I I said I don't need to talk about them and I don't need to see them. I'm talking to you right here. Mm -hmm. Because they ain't got shit to do with with me and you do right. Right right, right. I can't fuck and get mad at him for what you doing to me right now. Right. Peter was wrong for what he did to us. And this is how it made me be to you. Like, what? (laughs) Come again? Literally. But you you get it and you know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Anyway. I would say that, again, it was really us fighting each other, becoming greedy. Um, cause we created the quote unquote white boy. Mm-hmm. Those are our children. Yeah. So they could never mm-hmm. surpass us. They could never Told be more you. powerful than us. They Heard only are as powerful as we give. That's why the, like, oh man, our people are, are brainwashed. A lot of the, are, are, again, the people enslaving you look like you. It's a group of people that look like you oh, alongside the people crazy. that you call white. Because guy. there's, uh, there's, uh, you could be cool with a white dude right now. And it, it, like, it's not even, the point is, is that. It ain't about color no more, though. It's about agenda. Mm-hmm. Are you here to help or are you here to hurt? Are you here to take? You know what I'm saying? Are you here to give something? Like, so that's that's why I feel is our issue is, again, our people had became greedy. And we start fighting each other. And then our children came in and capitalized on their parents fighting. And they held it down for a little bit. And now that shift to where it comes back to us is now. 2020 is the return of the goddesses. 
Let it be known. Hashtag return of the goddesses. Let it be known. It's the return of the goddesses. And every man will kneel or his head will be cut off. That's what I was Y'all told. hear that? <laughs> but this I'm, shit I'm is serious. like, it's in me. It's I serious. feel like it's it's crazy <laughs> that here we are talking about it now. And I've been talking about this. I say this and I say it in this like this mystical way. Process does require a vast knowledge and applicable use of the body language and signs and symbols of Moors. Because Moor, not to say that you are a Moor or anything like that, because a lot of people say that and it means like that's what you are in totality. Right. Like, that's that, no. and that, was what he, that was what he was coming at. And for, yeah. me, for me, I I know that that is most likely, I think all of us, all of us oh, are Moorish. Yeah. We blend. Everybody blend. And that's right. just a part of your bloodline you can call on because you have the genetic pool and you can call on it spiritually. Like it's it's in us. So can't nobody tell you, no, you're not. But I ain't going to be limited to just that. I feel right. you. Because at one point when I was going through the Moorish American thing, that's exactly how it is. They're like, bro, you a Moor, you Moroccan. I'm like, bro, Morocco is over there. And they came over here. Like in our meditations, personally, we have we know that Moroccans actually enslaved the indigenous people of this land. Moroccans did that. Moors really actually are the enslavers. And it was yeah, it was a crazy history, crazy history. That's what I found out through my studies of being a Moor. People make it seem like it's all good, but nah, we really was the enslavers of the indigenous people. There's no way around that. That's public record. <laughs> so, but it's in your blood. It's 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 in your genetic pool and it's something you have access to and that's the way I look at it very objectively. Mm. Not to think about the the things that even came with it. It's just nothing but potential energy inside of me that I can apply and I have immediate access to just like you do. And you do. Yeah. It's in us. Yeah, we just have to And it's just a part of you and I am just within the all. I am all and all is within me. Yes, sir. <laughs> if one is interested in becoming first what is it called? What is, what is this process called? When dealing with Moors, it's called nationalizing, mm -hmm, yeah. becoming part of a nation. But mm -hmm. is that which, that's not how I identify. Yeah. No, as an imperial sovereign, we are, have our own oh, estate. Mm -hmm. okay. It's basically right. up a, a trust. like well, not setting up a trust. Trust law is something similar, but we don't get deep into it. Basically, a state law is state law. It's but it's a it's a state that you create yourself, which you have every right to do, just like the people who came together and created what you call the United mm -hmm. States. Who the fuck gonna tell you you can't do it? Unless, yeah. like, not to be rude or nothing, but hey, I'm saying if they did it, you have that same potential. So mm -hmm. you can do it too. And um, yeah, you set up your own state, name it whatever you want, and claim all your assets in it. Because that's what other quote unquote adults do, except they don't use the same entity known as an estate. They'll use LLCs, nonprofits, mm -hmm. corps, uh, corporations, things like that to place their assets in the name of that mm -hmm. dealing with law of agency not gonna get deep into that but the point is is that entity that they use is rooted in law of the sea commerce again but you want to get back Which to the land dead. if you drown it in commerce because and I, and I do a whole lecture commerce on that too to just water mm -hmm. well the law of the sea pirate law because yeah. banking what you know is banking is moorish what you <laughs> knights templar freemasonry that's that's moors your whole banking system. Mm -hmm. So this is just Moorish bloodlines and indigenous bloodlines. Are around violence. Mm -hmm. And most of them is created to service the uh, where high crime was. So right. it was the, a project started to support in ending crime mm -hmm. in Inglewood. 
So it was a lot of money. And we talking about this because it ain't money. But anyway, it was a lot of money given to uh, Inglewood mm-hmm. to this nonprofit organization that haven't been given to Chicago in years. Mm. Like, I think maybe a decade or so. And when they did give this money, and I think it was like billions or something of dollars. Mm. Either, yeah, I want to say billions. I could be, I could be fudging it a little bit, all right? But yeah. they gave a, a, a lot, a buttload of a lot of money to Inglewood to end violence. And they created, they have uh, these different organizations that created a... Uh, <clears throat> a plan mm-hmm. to do it throughout these organizations, you know, the, throughout mm-hmm. the team, like, and it's called Teamwork Inglewood, and that's pretty much what it was. It's teamwork with the uh, with all these different organizations that do different things that's mm-hmm. supposed to deal with the different issues that's happening systemically that's causing... All this violence. Right. Okay? So... At the head of that, where's the population, where are the, where are the numbers the highest? Number of the highest, ages 16 and 30. So they start telling their stories, but it's to end violence. So even though you're telling and you're purging, you also ain't talking about pookie, mm. you know, mm-hmm. so forth and so on. Yeah. So with that being said, you do a lot of talking in a way that sounds great. And wonderful to me, and I understand it. I'm there, but can Ray Ray understand what you're saying? Can you? I feel like I'm here for the masses. I'm never one to feel like I can just if I just reach one. That's just not me, mm-hmm. and so I'm always looking for ways to do that. It's just a, it's that's just my makeup, and it's always the ones for me that are like me you know mm-hmm. and I think everybody is like me because I can see myself in everybody in yeah. everything mm-hmm. that's a good that's way to do life yeah exactly because we're all yeah. we are everything we are a reflection of each other yeah it's, it's real <laughs> like if you allow yourself and that's one of the things like I see myself doing this shit across the world being in people's in, in spaces one of the things that I love to do is to bring the story out that I know that is there that wants to come out. Mm. I love that shit. And that means that I have to be my inner... We talking. Mm-hmm. We talking is coming, but it's something deeper going on. Mm-hmm. And then that's that shit come out, motherfuckers. We talking like, yo. And we come out like, oh, the next thing. But see, this is, in Chicago, the way it happens is people feel like they've been exposed. So they giving me something that's like... They feel naked after that, like mm-hmm. like the Garden of Eden almost. How to nurture that? Yeah. So with that being said, how would you, how if you were talking to, because I know you've talked to uh, Ray Ray. I know you do. Man. You get in a class of Ray Ray. Man, basic. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's something I have to start working on. I put it that way. It's something I have to put more time into. Because I have to show face and be able to hit more yeah. audiences. But it's a process. Mm-hmm. And because um, I've been more to myself, as you know. But now I'm in a position where I have to be more out here anyway. Because, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just want to be comprehended. Understood. Yep. 
Signing out. Peace.